0: Greasy can't be the sponsor. The show will have to be canceled. Thank you. Cancel Count Shockula? That's what I said. Oh,
1: no. Yeah, it's my favorite show. I wasn't talking to you. I wasn't talking to you.
2: Hmm. We'll take the case. But we'll have to charge you overtime.
1: Because it's past our bedtime, 50 cents a night. Plus not expensive. Beautiful and if you solve the case i'll give you a big reward you've got a deal mr O'Greasy. here's a bucket of contract you can sign him on the way to my office come on Scooby.
0: Welcome back to Heavy Metal, a podcast about Scooby-Doo. I'm your host, Ethan Brundine, and each week, myself and a guest will take you through a mystery from somewhere in the vast history of the greatest cartoon of all time. My guest this week is once again, Maggie Grossman, returning to the show to discuss a pup named Scooby-Doo. Maggie, welcome back. The heavy Thank, metal. You.
2: Thank you so much, Ethan. I'm so happy to be back.
0: I'm very happy that you're here. Um, to the audience, it's only been like a week since the last time um, they heard an episode, but I haven't recorded in a long time. Uh, it's been a few weeks for me, so I am excited. I'm ready to, to get back into some Scooby-Doo mode, you know? Um,
2: and what better way to do yes. that than with the greatest iteration of Scooby Doo, a pup named Scooby Doo.
0: Exactly. Um, you know the uh, the last time that Scooby Doo was, or pup named Scooby Doo was discussed on this show, it was by you. Um, no one else has attempted such a thing in the interim, um, which is. Interesting to me, because I thought that this was one that people like a lot. Um, And obviously the structure of the show is that it's the guest's choice, what we discuss, and no one else has even brought it up, which is crazy.
2: Yeah, you know, Ethan, I am, in addition to being your uh, star guest, um, your favored guest, uh, I'm also an avid listener of the show. I love the show. I listen every week. Happy Metal Wednesdays. And every week, every week I tune in to my favorite podcatcher catcher mm-hmm. uh, to look for the new episode of Heavy Metal, hoping it's going to be a pup named Scooby-Doo. And every week I shed a little tear because it never is. nobody has stepped up to the plate uh, for, so, our, for our dear pup.
0: So you decided you're going to pull a Thanos. You're going to say, I'll do it myself. If no one else will, you're gonna be the one to, to step in and see the justice is done. That's exactly.
2: That's exactly what I said. That's exactly what I said. I pulled on my glove, and each jewel of the glove was a different member of the Scooby Gang.
0: Yeah. Perfect. Their essence.
2: Perfect. Yeah. Um, Here we are.
0: Here we are. Here we are. To discuss season two episode five night of the living burger which premiered october 7th 1989 Um, an interesting choice maggie why why did we stumble on night of the living burger uh
2: one of the things i love about a pup named scooby doo is the monsters (laughs) and uh and something I know about you is the monster is very important to you and your love of Scooby-Doo. Yes. You got you to gotta have a good monster. Yes. Uh, and Pup Named Scooby-Doo delivers in that the monsters are bizarre and creative and exciting and funny. And so I was thinking back to what are some of the great monsters about Pup name Scooby-Doo? Looking through the episode list, and I was like, "This this monster was just a giant burger, just yeah. a two just a two story tall burger, yeah. with a big gaping mouth, burger mouth, and yeah. uh, and I wanted to explore that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you, there's no other way to, to put it. He's a burger. That's
2: yeah. I don't think he's a cheeseburger. Even I think it's just a burger. He is
0: not. Um, yeah. The design is interesting. you know I was, I was inspecting it very closely um, watching this thrilling episode of television um, because I was just watching it and I think he comes off as looking more like a subway sandwich
1: than mm.
0: a burger because he doesn't he's very kind of long, you know what I mean like longer than, than your typical hamburger bun and there's no noticeable meat it sort of is the the void of his mouth you know the where it would standardly be colored in black for a cartoon character it's instead brown which maybe suggests meat but there's no cheese at all so it's really just kind of looks like he's a big piece of bread with you know lettuce tomatoes and onions inside which could just be a submarine sandwich
2: it is very bun heavy the design for sure um and this is getting a little ahead of ourselves too. But the the restaurant that the burger, the haunted burger is haunting. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's not even clear this is a burger restaurant. No. No. It's 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 a bucket themed restaurant.
0: It's a bucket restaurant. It's, it's yeah. that's exactly right, Maggie. It's a bucket restaurant. Um, I don't
2: know that they serve called... burgers.
0: It's not on the menu that we see. You know. Um, Maybe this could have been called Night of the Living Hoagie, or sure,
2: well, depending on your region. Or Grinder,
0: Night of the Living Grinder. Grinder,
2: um, yeah, no, we don't have You have Grinder Hoagie, uh, sub, you know that's this is a very fraught topic we have suddenly landed ourselves in. You're going to get a lot of angry messages because we didn't shout out somebody's regional long sub name of choice.
0: Sure, exactly. Um, Hero. Yeah. Yes, gyro, 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 gyro. You know, <laughs> pick one. <laughs> um, let's see. Terms for subway. Su- not subway. Submarine sandwiches.
2: Uh, there's a torpedo. There's a, there's a sub sandwich uh, chain here in Chicago called Mister Submarine uh and it's very wow. I, i'm gonna say it, it's very gross looking it looks like it's from the 70s and has never been updated uh <laughs> that's good I, a, I like that I have, I have a very distinct memory of like passing by a mr submarine in the car when i was in the car with my dad as a kid and him just looking at me very sternly and being like never eat at a mr submarine <laughs> <laughs> whatever you do it's like oh okay um, so, and I never have.
0: I mean, um,
2: and I think O'Greezy's restaurant is the kind of place that maybe your dad would have warned you never to eat at.
0: Yes, without question. Um, I'm just on this this website. I mean, obviously you have, po'boy, of course. Sure. Um, if you're in uh, if you're in the UK, they call it sarnies. Um, well,
2: that that can't be right.
0: got you got bombers you got uh zeppelins um lots of (laughs) different flying yeah now you're
2: just now now you're just naming planes
0: and then uh you know blimpies of course in in new jersey Mm -hmm. uh but my favorite here is from boston they call it a spucky
2: spucky
1: well and that's gross i
0: don't like that
2: we'll have to hear from from your boston listeners as to yeah uh the etymology Weathers, of that, yeah. Whether Spucky lives.
0: Um, You know, I am a sandwich connoisseur. I love sandwiches. They're my favorite food. I think they're mm-hmm. the superior food. Um, when I was my senior year of high school, I made a sandwich in the talent show. That was my act. Um, I got on stage in front of everyone and made a hot sandwich in front of the crowd um, what
2: what was was it was it was speed the factor here or was it
0: quality no, no.
2: or just the, just the, the fact um, that you knew how to make a sandwich that was
0: that your was it. it the actress yeah. called Ethan Brundine makes a sandwich and I was wow. you know sandwiched for lack of a better word between you know people singing um, you know wind beneath my wings or whatever you sing at a talent show um, -hmm just a whole bunch of singing acts, a couple dancers, yeah, and then me up there making a sandwich. I
2: That's talked great. to the
0: audience. I had a microphone, but um, yeah,
2: real avant garde.
0: Yeah, it's it's basically performance art in a way, um, more than it is anything else. Um, just just something that that I did there. Uh, but I guess we should stop talking about sandwiches because this isn't about sandwiches, it's about burgers.
2: It's about burgers.
0: So Maggie, and what is your, we, we, you know, based on your numerous appearances on this show, we know your experience mm. with Scooby-Doo, but mm. what is your experience with burgers?
2: Ooh. I, I mean, oof, with burgers. Um, Look, I'm a big fan. <laughs> I love uh i love a burger i love a barbecue uh when i was a kid we used to go to fuddruckers on tuesdays after school wow i don't know if fuddruckers is a national chain i think i've been to
0: fuddruckers i think it's yeah i
2: think it's out of business now
0: they no longer exist yes they've gone bankrupt
2: r.i.p Uh, but both, both my parents worked and we went, my brother and I went to, uh, to after after school care of various sorts during the week. Uh, and for whatever reason, Tuesday was Fuddruckers day and my mom would pick us up from aftercare and we'd go to Fuddruckers and we would get burgers Mm -hmm. from Fuddruckers every Tuesday. Uh, it was a big deal. Uh, and you'd get a coupon for a cookie. And we would get four quarters for the arcade.
1: Oh yeah,
0: that's not a lot of quarters. That's four yeah. games if you're lucky.
2: Maybe you know at the time inflation, yeah, mm-hmm. it was probably it was probably two games. Uh, you know, but look, you know, you can't be dishing out quarters left and right. We would have stayed mm-hmm. there all day. Uh, so that's that's my big that's my big burger memory. We were more of a hot dog family to be completely honest. Uh, you know, the hot dog on the grill, Love hot dogs. a big, a big hot dog barbecue was, uh, uh, we are my, we are well known for our, for our hot dogs in our household. Um, when but yeah.
0: I was a kid, I loved Fuddruckers because for a while it was the, it was like the first restaurant that wasn't a, like a movie theater that i knew of that had a coke freestyle machine
2: wow yeah, yeah. And when those
0: those first came on the scene they were they were big
2: revolutionized the game
0: yeah they were they that that changed uh changed my world um i'm i'm a big soda head loved freestyle machines
2: it's like what um, if soda was a video game
0: So so true, Mackie. You you nailed it. You really (laughs) hit hit the nail on the head with that one. I mean, it just is like wow. There are buttons here. I can get, I can get, you know. You
2: can get if you can get the right combination. It's like a shortcut.
0: I could get watermelon flavored Seagram's ginger ale (laughs) if I so choose, and I didn't choose to do that.
2: Well, but I could. Now you've got me thinking. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and and. You know, McDonald's was, uh, I, I almost came very close to getting a Happy Meal in honor of uh, today's record, um, but I was too embarrassed uh, <laughs> to, to, to go through and get a Happy Meal as a 30-year-old childless adult, um, yeah. but, but Happy Meals were big, and I assume are still big. Um, they must be. They must be, Right. They're great. I, you know, I, I'm. I don't have children, so I, I'm out of the loop as to like what the cool Happy Meal toys are. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that was huge. Um, and uh, you know, I grew up in the in the time of Teeny Beanie Babies, and uh, and and Hot Wheels cars. You know, uh, they they must they must still have some pretty some pretty cool, you know, Disney tie in. Yeah. know, frozen Happy Meal toys.
0: The best. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: Um, I did not really eat burgers until very recently. Um, when I was a kid, when it came to fast food, I was a strict chicken only kid. Chicken nuggets wow. everywhere, wow. everywhere, no wow. matter what. Um, but I have recently grown you, to you greatly- You laying
2: off. You were laying off the red meat. Exactly. You were, you were um, like, look, I got to watch my cholesterol. Yeah. You know, yeah.
0: As an adult, I've decided that I don't care about my cholesterol because I've gone all in on, on burgers. They're great. Great stuff. Um, I mean, I, I still have never had a Big Mac. I still go for the Chicken McNuggets every single time. But um, yeah. at other places, I'll go for a burger. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great yeah. stuff.
2: Yeah, I remember upgrading from the regular McDonald's burger to the quarter pounder and feeling very adult about it, you know? Oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to have a quarter pounder with cheese, wow. you know? And I was, like, 12, and I was like, it's time. You know, but, so it goes. You yeah. should do the Big Mac sometime. And then I make... don't know,
0: I could try it, but, like, I'm going to McDonald's. It's chicken nuggets. I mean, that is... Like, Dialed directly into the pleasure center of my brain that is associated with being a small child. So
2: sure. Do you have a like, sauce of preference?
0: I don't do sauce.
2: Just a naked chicken nugget. Just down a naked the chicken gully. nugget.
0: I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. It's crazy. Wow.
2: No. No. That's a that's 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 an art form. Can uh, you
0: name the four types of chicken McNuggets? The four shapes.
2: The four shapes.
0: Yeah, there are four shapes that they use internally to describe chicken McNuggets.
2: Ethan, I, <laughs> I'm
0: got. I'm not looking. I'm not looking at a, a website right now. Um, so I, let's see if I remember all four: bell, boot, ball, and bone.
2: I don't know what is more disturbing to me as a human being right now: the fact that I didn't know this existed. Or the fact that I can picture exactly mm-hmm. the shape of these nuggets.
0: They, they Quality control is their best thing. I mean, but you I, watch The Founder, you know how it works.
2: You know, I did watch The Founder. Was uh, that a good experience team. for you? <laughs> <laughs> An extremely bizarre movie. Yeah. Uh, I thought it might provide me a little bit of context for this episode of Pup Named Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it didn't not do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I will. Here's,
0: a, see that. here's what I remember about the founder. Um, saw it maybe four or five years ago, something like that. Mm. Um, Nick Offerman's in it.
2: This is true. Beardless. Clean shaven.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, Michael Keaton is in it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: as, the, as the titular
0: shaven. as the titular founder but you know maybe that's a little tongue in cheek because did he really found anything
1: this,
0: this uh, is the
2: question this is the central question of the founder
0: at some point he cheats on his wife
2: uh yeah I guess mm-hmm.
0: at least that's what happens in my memory Laura Dern <laughs> um, Laura Dern is his wife yeah Or the person.
2: Laura yeah that's Laura crazy. Dern plays his wife yeah she's not really in it that's that crazy. much which is also crazy. A real waste of Dern.
0: Yeah. 2015's like prime Dern, Dern years.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then I remember the only thing I liked about the movie was when, at the beginning, when they're like, he meets with the McDonald brothers and they're explaining how they run the restaurant. And they do yeah. like the different like visualizations of the logistics and stuff. And I'm like, ooh, baby, give me that, give me that, give me that. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah, they have but the whole symphony of, of mm-hmm. sort of.
0: They drop automation. down the two pickles. Mm-hmm. And they and have watch they all this.
2: these squirting of the condiments and mm-hmm. sliding of the burgers down the burger chute.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, wow, look at that. That's a burger I've never had in my life. And
2: <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> It looks fascinating. Yeah. Um, and all these and people I... that
2: were confused about because they had to sort of. It was. It was presented as like the first um, fast food restaurant that wasn't like a a drive up. And they had to really convince their customers what this new model was. And everybody was like, what do you mean I have to get up out of my car Mm -hmm. and walk up to a window? That's crazy. You know, what do you mean I have to eat this burger right out of the wrapper? You're not going to give me like a a real plate and a real silverware?
0: Where's the porcelain?
2: Yeah. So that that part was kind of funny to think about. Um Yeah, how... he goes
0: and he's like he's he's shocked that they have the burger ready before he's got his, you know, nickel out to pay for
2: it. <laughs> right, right, right. Um so yeah, that was interesting, but uh it was a it was a it was a strange film.
0: Can I just say let's bring back drive-in restaurants?
2: Sure We're you want saying... co- yeah. you want a car hop to come on roller skates to bring food that, like, hangs off the side of your car?
0: Look, they don't have to be wearing roller skates or whatever. I'm just, I just just think we don't need any—there sh- shouldn't be shame of me eating a burger in my car in the parking lot of a Wendy's, right? Like, that—I that, shouldn't have to feel shame for doing that. That should be the entire draw of the experience.
2: I'm with you 100%. Yeah. Let's make it like, happen.
0: Yeah, come on. Come on. It's just—I'm just—, Let's... I'm just... I'm just a guy, and you're just yeah. a guy over there in the car eating your burger.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't look
0: at me like that. It's all good.
2: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, I've got my go through my drive through and then I just go take a parking spot, mm-hmm. and we're all just living our lives. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Maggie, did you eat a burger in preparation for this?
2: You know I did.
0: Okay, what do you got?
2: Um, well, I got a regular cheeseburger mm-hmm. from a local joint nice. called Big you gotta and You want to give a shout-out
0: or you do you not want to dox yourself?
2: Shout-out to Big and Littles, which is Great. primarily a taco joint, but they also have burgers. Uh, it's an excellent burger.
0: Burgers and tacos, huh?
2: Burgers and tacos. Um, it, it's like fish tacos, primarily. I don't really know Big and Little's deal. Ta- it's they like got tacos big stuff and, and little stuff. They got tacos and fries. I don't know what else you need. And then also burgers. Also gyros. Uh, and, uh, just a real good burger. I got fries with a side of Merck's cheddar, which is like a cheese sauce that's really good. Wow. So I went with the cheese fries. Wow. Um, but again, what I really should have done is gotten food that came in a bucket
1: because,
2: mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, that's, that's, uh, really what this, uh, what this episode of TV television was all about, but the burger was delicious, perfectly cooked, um, had that special sauce, which I love. Um, and, uh. Uh, you know, I was I was a real happy camper. Hadn't had a burger
1: in a while.
0: Oh yeah, I went burger mode for this. That sounds great. By the way, sounds terrific. I'd like to go to a Big and Little's one day. Be fascinated to go to a restaurant that serves tacos and burgers. It sounds yeah.
2: The tacos, the tacos are are really good. I usually I usually get tacos when I go to Big and Little's.
0: I went to Culvers. Do you have Culvers where you are?
2: Ooh. Um, Chicago just opened up. It's mm-hmm. first Culver's within city limits recently, and it was like a big deal, and everybody oh, yeah. freaked out, and I have not been yet. I've never been to a Culver's.
0: A Wisconsin-based yes. operation, um, yes. known for their Wisconsin cheddar on their burgers and their custard and their cheese curds and all of these things. I went with the classic butter burger is what they call it because they have these really buttery buns and um i went i made it a double you know went all out for Mm -hmm. for a pup named scooby-doo of course um it a double
2: scooby and shaggy would appreciate that
0: yeah and got those crinkle cut fries which usually are not my favorite type of fries but i think the culver's does them quite well and um and i i did drive home and ate them i didn't eat it in my car in the parking lot um, no. No. did not want to be shamed uh, and it's also five minutes away from my house so. <laughs>
1: fair enough <laughs> um, I can afford
0: to drive to my home <laughs> to eat it
2: that sounds delicious I will, I will try to get to a Culver's soon Did you didn't get a custard? No. Uh...
0: I did not go for the custard this time mm. Mm. It, was, it was more than enough food for me in my in my body.
1: Uh,
2: all right, all right.
1: So that's Enjoy. our
0: experience with burgers, the food. But what about yeah. burgers, the monster? Oh. Uh-huh. What a concept! Uh, I mean, it's time to discuss a pop Scooby-Doo. This is, as I said, season two, episode five. It premiered October seventh, nineteen eighty nine. And this is Night of the Living Burger. A pun on Night of the Living Dead? Not really a pun. Doesn't count as one. But a reference, I guess, technically. A reference,
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, I... I, um, We'll get to it, but, you know, the there's this whole subplot of the horror TV show, the mm-hmm. horror... Uh, Movie presentation show. And I'm sure Here, that they might play Don, uh, Night of the Living Dead.
0: Here's my pitch, Mackie. Yeah, I just thought of this. Okay. Night of the Living Fred.
2: Wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Now that would be a punt.
2: TM on that. <laughs> mm hmm.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah just a thought to
2: the to the idea book that's
1: good Mm -hmm. yeah yeah we could really uh,
0: if you're looking for a writer for your next scooby-doo show i mean Mm -hmm. i think that is credentials enough on its own, right there i just came up with that on the fly so hire me just a thought um yeah so night of the living burger not to be confused with the iconic Goosebumps story night of the living dummy Mm. of course you Goosebumps kid, Maggie? Mm,
2: they were too scary for me.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they're probably still too scary for
0: me. It's, it's 9-11 Dummy is some scary stuff. That little slappy yeah. guy. He's yeah. a talking ventriloquist dummy. That's not cool. <laughs>
2: those covers. Yeah. Ooh. So.
0: Oh, yeah. Best. Um. So, yeah, this episode starts with Velma and Daphne rolling up. They're rolling up to shaggy's house in the limousine yeah because so. daphne's rich we all know this she's got lots of money
2: uh she she's particularly rich in this iteration of yes yeah they, the they
0: fully lean into that being a part of her character um yeah it's a great comedic effect let's be honest great Absolutely.
1: stuff yeah
0: they roll up in a limousine. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm
2: laughing. Just for a movie night.
0: Um they're already in their pajamas, which is yep. cute. Uh, uh,
2: yeah, it's a sleepover or just a movie night?
0: Something like that. Yeah. Gang spend their whole the whole episode in their pajamas, which is fun.
2: Incredibly adorable that they are in. Because, yeah. you know, we usually only see them in the same outfit in every outfit. episode. Mm-hmm. So it's very yeah. Fun and adorable to see them in their in their jammies, uh, especially Velma in her footy pajamas.
0: Mm-hmm. Scooby Doo has pajamas, which is cute. He does because he's a dog, and they don't typically wear pajamas, um, or, so it's funny.
2: Cl- or clothes at all?
0: Yeah, Fred's got a a, a robe and a and then with his ascot tucked in, so he looks like Hugh Hefner. Um, just a thought i had multiple times watching this Mm -hmm. episode Mm -hmm.
2: Um, are you a robe guy ethan
0: i don't have a robe maybe i should get one maybe i should get one Um,
2: they're underrated robes can be very cozy
0: yeah the the problem is is that in texas it it just like you can only really use a robe a couple months out of the year
2: Mm, sure
0: because then it just gets so hot yeah you get like a like,
2: like a silk robe
0: yeah exactly or like a cooling robe like a robe that has like like tubing in it like a refrigerator
2: sure yeah we can put that in the idea book. if that
0: doesn't exist I can invent that Um, Mm -hmm. just another thing I came up with just now so
2: great somebody should hire me
0: (laughs) 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 Um, Daphne also has a robe she calls it her designer robe which she's excited to show off Um, but yes they're here to watch Count Chocula. Yes. Now, I spent easily half of this episode thinking they were saying Count Chocula, um, <laughs> yeah. which is clearly what they were, you know, lampooning or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's like somebody is going to send them a cease and desist. They can't just do this. They can't just have Count Chocula be a character in their show. Their children's show? This is ridiculous. Um, I
2: mean, maybe they're owned by the same company. I don't it, think so. Yeah. I mean, it all. They're all owned by the same company in the end.
0: Yeah. But no, it is but, Count Shockula who appears to be like an Elvira figure, you know, presenting mm-hmm. scary movies um, that these kids love to watch. Except, things aren't all hunky dory with the Mystery Ink Gang. There's a rift amongst the friends amongst the kids because shaggy and scooby previously thought to be inseparable are fighting
2: yeah they are in a a feud and we -hmm. don't know the origin a spat we are we are in media res here in this fight yeah Uh, it is
0: unthinkable that these two unflappable unshakable friends could have something caused. Were you, di- to were drift you distressed?
2: Apart. Were you distressed by this, Ethan?
0: Well, you know, here's the thing. Um, I think that a fight between Shaggy and Scooby is an idea that they've done before and will do again to good effect. Because what it does is it allows for the other three to take the reins, you know, to sort of take control of the episode because if Shaggy and Scooby don't like each other then they can't waste too much time doing bits together, right? You can't do that. However, I think that in this episode we get the worst of all worlds. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. <laughs> That's what I, I was not distressed. I was more <laughs>
2: bothered (laughs) (laughs) well they are little kids sure this happens happens. so they're they're fighting in the the worst little kid way where it's like you're sitting on the couch so I don't want to sit on the couch well if you're not sitting on the couch then I don't want to sit on the couch uh, in the most irrational way which is also kind of relatable because this is just kind of how kids fight
0: it's true that's true.
2: With your friend. And you know, and it's, yeah, I, I, I found it very relatable to that feeling of being a little kid and fighting with your friend. But also really annoying because Yeah, I mean, kids are annoying. I did annoying. not because kids are annoying. And I was like, oh, I don't want to relive this feeling.
0: <laughs> yes, they are, they're fighting. Um, but uh, it doesn't stop them from watching the TV show together where Count Shockula stops the show to introduce a commercial from O'Greezy. And we gotta talk about O'Greezy because he is in this episode a lot.
2: What a vile, what a vile character. Mm
0: -hmm. Now this Uh, is some classic, classic, you know, late 80s, early 90s, like, Gen X humor. Okay. mm. Where it's like, (laughs) i got i've got what's gonna stick it to the man right now i've got the greatest joke anyone's ever heard what if something that's like a fast food thing intended for children is kind of skeezy and not healthy
2: what about that what yeah what if there are lies buzzing around it.
0: Ooh, that'd be so funny. (laughs) What if we called him o Greasy with a Z?
2: And he's kind of a fat schlub. Mm -hmm. And he talks like he's from Brooklyn or something Mm -hmm. for some reason. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, Not kid
0: appropriate at all. This is not your granddad's Ronald McDonald. Let me tell uh, you.
2: Uh, a real, a real character.
0: Now here's the thing: Krusty the Clown from The Simpsons. Uh
1: huh.
0: One of my favorite Simpsons characters. I love him because I think he is more than one joke. Sure. He's like five or six jokes, and that's enough. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, is one joke. <laughs>
2: well Krusty the Clown also a a, a recurring character yes.
1: yeah. I mean, yeah that's this true this guy
2: was only ever supposed to be on one episode of uh,
0: maybe of if O'Greezy was in every episode of a <laughs> named yeah. Scooby-Doo I'd really like the
1: guy
2: yeah um well with a name like O'Greezy I don't know what else you can do except open a um I have shade. to I have
0: a a a a breaking report here um uh Maggie coming straight to you from the Scoobypedia,
2: of course. Uh, of um,
0: co- oh uh-huh. Scooby We love of course. them.
2: Yes. Uh, an important
0: Mr. O. Greasy appearances. Ghost who's coming to get to dinner. Lights camera monster and night of the living burger. Three times he should
2: wow. a, be- a beloved character. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. well let me just eat my words
0: yep yep I mean, that's a that's what we that's got like from this
2: that's like five percent of the entire run mm-hmm. of a pup named scooby-doo
0: absolutely it is absolutely it is uh so now what do you think of the guy
2: well uh a, a vile annoying character that appeared <laughs> in three whole episodes of this show <laughs>
0: And Mr. O'Greasy, he's shooting this commercial. Explaining to us that at O'Greasy's Bucket O'Fun, Fun, that's the name of his restaurant, they've just unveiled this new cheese bucket. Bucket, when he is in the commercial, in the milieu, in the reality of the commercial,
2: right. So the the idea is this commercial is being shot live. Live, so not on, a pre-taped on commercial. Yeah. It's a live.
0: Ad spot. Mm-hmm. In the in the reality of this commercial, he is being attacked by a burger monster. Now, this guy, as we discussed, he's a big burger guy, kinda looks like a like a sandwich, but we're not gonna, you know, split any hairs. He's got these gross little spider legs on the bottom. Really six, disgusting. Six
2: stuff. legs. He's got six
0: yeah. legs. Yeah. Horrible stuff. And then these little two more legs that come out to function as arms, um, as if he's like a
2: T-Rex kind of arms. Yeah.
0: yeah, Like he's like, um, like a centaur, but if a centaur was made of a centipede, but if that was also a burger instead, that's what he's like. Uh huh. So picture that. (laughs) And you got the burger monster. Yeah, I've got it. Yeah. Okay, good, good. Um, so yeah, he is scaring Mr. Greasy. The kids are like, Well that's pretty scary, but Freddy's like, Don't worry, don't worry. He wouldn't do anything he wouldn't step to us. And then he, he pokes his little head out of the TV and he's like, you, you wanna you wanna bat about that, kids? You wanna you wanna get in Mr. O'Greezy's bucket? I'll eat ya. I'm the burger monster.
1: I
2: I almost felt like you were coming out of my screen mm-hmm. just now. That was yeah. That was so terrifying.
0: I'm sorry to Ooh. to menace you in that manner. Um, yeah. But uh, so that's that's the threat that we're dealing with here. That's the that's the burger monster. Um,
1: yeah. Um.
2: Um. I will say most episodes of a pup named Scooby Doo are pretty simple and straightforward. I had some trouble mm-hmm. following. Oh yes, the uh, the yes. threads of this one. Okay, I'm glad yeah. I'm not alone.
0: This one is is, and not in a complex like not in like a like a Swiss watch. You know, uh, like Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. You know, right. there's not no John Le Carre novel here. No. This is a this is just doesn't make sense. It's meandering. (laughs) Um, So the the uh,
2: burger, the haunted burger comes on to the ad, says, I'm I'm threading to close down mm O'Greezy's. For for some Uh, reason, we we don't know. Yeah, we get
0: get, uh, uh, the television announcer interrupts the show to say that if Mr. O'Greezy is not a sponsor for the...
1: Count, Count Shocula. Shocula show,
0: then it will be cancelled. Right. Which, no other options. Right. Which Count Shockula himself uh, contradicts later on the episode, but we're not going to get into that. Right. It doesn't matter. It's not important. Um,
2: right. Uh, I do love that the gang loves TV as much as we do. And the most course. important thing to them is to make sure that their beloved television program stays on the air. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. TV, very important. Yeah. Um, this is another, this is another big Gen X cartoon yeah. thing.
2: Um, yeah. you know, Look, kids love don't, TV. Don't go outside. No. And play. No. Stay Why inside. You? You're gonna sit and there in front of the TV
0: like yeah. the little this is like your the little rat. rug rats you are.
2: That's um, and it's and it's great and it's good and it will mm-hmm. turn you into uh, completely well-adjusted human beings.
0: Yeah, you'll grow up to have a Scooby Doo podcast that you host on the internet. <laughs>
2: uh, so then Im- imme- immediately uh, this is when O'Greezy shows up at a chil- the children's home.
0: Yeah, they think it is um the mustard men, because Fred is uh Freddy is has checked his nat- National Exaggerator newspaper and found out yeah. that The hamburger people and the mustard men are warring in the united states
2: yeah which Um, is something we should look into
0: yeah pretty scary stuff i think the mustard men as they say do house calls so (laughs) i mean the quartering act has no effect to the mustard men they will show up anywhere and force themselves into your home and there's nothing you can do about it
2: yeah Um, lock your doors people
0: so it sounds like in this war, then that the hamburger people would be the heroes,
1: if well, the mustard you know, men
0: are, are that that um, dangerous. But of course, you know it's, there are no shades. Of, there are shades of gray.
2: There are, the are no winners. Wars. There are no winners in this war.
0: So yeah, Mr. Greasy comes straight from the studio to the kid's house, to Shaggy's home. Knocks on the door. Uh, he's got he's got a bucket with him. Horrible. They got a lot of buckets in this episode. It's a bucket-heavy episode. It's, ver- it's
2: very it's very it's very bucket-forward.
0: Night of the Many Buckets it should be called. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, um, yeah, he's got a bucket of slimy things. He's got a bucket of slimy things. That's what he's got with them.
2: I don't know how this restaurant is in business. Does Coolsville have a department of health that Probably is inspecting not. these restaurants? Um,
0: a bucket just, of health department, maybe. Just, something, to think maybe.
2: About. Something, something to consider. Um, every item that comes out of this restaurant is. Is horrible.
0: It doesn't uh, look good. Um,
2: and not to stereotype, but any restaurant that's Red Herring's favorite restaurant, I have questions about.
0: There's one restaurant that I know of in the wor- in the world that sells food in a bucket. That's Kentucky Fried Chicken.
2: Sure. Yeah.
0: Show up. Get a bucket. Get a
2: bucket of, bucket chicken. of chicken. I
0: know that once upon a time. You could go to Little Caesars and get a bucket of spaghetti. (laughs) But they don't do that anymore. I wonder why. I don't know. I don't know. The bucket just makes you seem a little low-rent, to be honest. Yeah, there's no... no, It's not a bucket of Asiago pretzel bun club sandwiches you know you're not going you are not. it's not like uh, when Wendy's tried to go all bougie on us or anything that's not what you're getting from O'Greasy's you're getting a bucket of slop
2: look if O'Greasy's was selling buckets of even just burgers I'd be fine with it but when you start selling buckets of slimy things Mm -hmm. and buckets of cheese just straight Mm -hmm. up nacho cheese we're yeah. going to have issues. And and all of the buckets are swarmed by flies. So
0: Yeah, it's it's not a good look. Not a good no, look. Um, no.
2: And now, He does give
0: the kids a bucket of contracts though.
2: Yeah. He has to... he, he has uh invited himself to this children's sleepover. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: He's got a bucket of contracts. Are you catching on, listener? Yeah, out there yeah. listening to the mm-hmm. show? Are you catching on? if You figure it out. There's going to be a lot of buckets buckets a lot of them um in fact we got a list of them
2: yeah charlie charlie
0: a bucket of of cheese a bucket of money a bucket of slimy things a bucket of contracts a bucket of squids picture only only seen in a picture on the wall Uh, there also was a bucket of cats which is not on this list but i noticed that on the wall too um bucket of hot dogs bucket of clues bucket of mags That's you. Barney's bucket of bag. Nope. Excuse me. Barney has bags. My bad. Bucket (laughs) of cash. Different from a bucket of money. Bucket of onions. Bucket of glue. Bucket of goofy ideas.
2: That one was good. No bucket of
0: burgers at any point.
2: (laughs) Not a single one.
0: Um, Yeah, a lot of buckets. That's what I uh, have to say. A lot of buckets.
2: What was in the bucket of mags? I missed this.
0: So probably some bags. Sure. <laughs> um, well. So the kids agree to help. Yeah. So uh, they go to...
2: They're promised... This is important. They're promised a bucket of money. Yes. Uh, Which... And, and, a kid, huge, the, you know, and a huge reward.
0: Mystery Inc. Detective Agency doesn't always... Uh, or Scooby-Doo detective agency. They're not Mr. Inc. yet. They're not, they've not incorporated yet. No. They're just, they're just an agency. They don't usually accept money, but in this circumstance, they see a sucker when they see one, you know, they see this, this rich old greasy dude who's gonna,
2: well, he's, he's he had previously, he has already shown a bucket of money. And so they know Mm -hmm. he's got a bucket of money. and Great. Yeah, yeah if you wants to give it to us, why not? Why not?
0: Can't work pro bono every time.
2: They've got expenses.
0: So they go to the bucket building. It's a building that's shaped like a bucket. Uh, inside it, the bucket building is a bunch of bucket furniture that's furniture that's shaped like a bucket. So they sit in bucket chairs and they look at him at the is bucket table. Um, Daphne refuses to sit on a bucket. She is G. Jenkins. Her, uh... Butler? Bucketler? Nope. Butler? Bring a chair for her.
2: Yeah.
0: Now you like Jenkins.
2: I do like Jenkins. It's a good bit. She calls yeah. Jenkins, he comes out of nowhere with whatever yeah. she needs. It's funny. It's good every time. Mm-hmm. I don't think we had Jenkins last time.
0: We did not have Jenkins last time. Um, he's barely in this episode, but he, he makes his appearance. It's okay. okay. We got him. Um, I mean, it's not the Jenkins show. You know?
2: No, he has his own show.
0: Yeah. It's called Jenkins. Yeah, it's the Jenkins Hour. Yep. Yeah. Um,
2: and every now the and bucket. then, he whisks away because he's called by Daphne. It's a real yeah, sketch. They go to the show.
0: bucket building. I don't know why they had to go there when he came to them, but anyway, they go to the building. Uh, Shaggy and Scooby don't want to help, um, but because the other one doesn't want to help, then both of them decide that they do want to help. Uh, kind of a funny little role reversal that we're going to see a few times this episode. They're gonna they're they're gonna call back to it for those of us who have been paying attention long enough to notice, and, and it'll make you feel smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, just yeah. something to yeah. Um, Count Shockula shows up at the bucket building. Uh, he's kind of just there. Shaggy and Scooby they want his autograph but then they find out that the other one wants his autograph so then they don't want his autograph anymore and that's a callback to the joke that they just made about uh, less than 30 seconds ago in case in case you were paying attention
2: but see now com- you see
0: that they did it again
2: Comedy's all about repetition mm-hmm. yeah you know? like so- saying
0: the word bucket over and
2: over again
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's funny stuff. Yeah. Oof.
2: Yeah. And we're all, o- we're only, uh, we've, we've barely even met the, the burger monster at this point. And, uh, mm-hmm. things are, things are not looking great. Yeah. So guys. Count
0: Shockula shows up, uh, Freddy says, you don't sound like Count Shockula. So he goes, well, if you had the teeth in, then maybe. Since Scooby's like, well, I got it right, maybe. And he puts the teeth in, and then he, he scares Shaggy and that, <laughs> um, no, wasn't funny. I didn't laugh. So, <laughs> this is where I was truly got a little lost. Okay. Yes.
2: Yes. This is I'd, where
0: I had to rewind because Shaggy and Scooby decide that they don't want to go to the restaurant. But then the other one doesn't want to go to the restaurant, and then they decide that they do want to go to the restaurant because the other one doesn't want to do it. You guess not? That's a, it's a joke. Yeah. They did it again. Um, so now they're going to go to the restaurant. And I swear, I swear that they go to the restaurant at this point. But then,
1: yeah. a
0: little bit later on, they go to the restaurant again. And I was very perplexed. I was very
2: confused. I think, I think they go twice. Did they go it twice? It doesn't make any sense.
0: Cause like, okay, because so they're like, we're going to go to the restaurant. They, open a, they go somewhere. They open a door. And then the Burger Monster is on the other side of the door.
2: I think they go to the restaurant and then get chased by the Burger Monster. Yes, okay,
0: okay. I'm okay. with you. Let's let's let, let's follow this thread. They go to the restaurant, okay. they open the door, the Burger monster's there.
2: And that's where they do the pepper?
0: Sh- Scooby goes and gets salt and pepper shaker. Doesn't use the salt. Just sprinkles a little pepper on the burger's face. He sneezes. And then they get away, right? Mm. But then we cut to an exterior shot of the restaurant. And Scooby says, I don't want to go in there. And I'm just sitting here watching this thinking, excuse me, I thought we were we were just in the restaurant. Right.
2: Well, I'm glad I'm glad you were just as confused as I was watching. I assume you were watching it on your faithful subscription service to Boomerang.
0: Yes, of course. Yes.
2: Now, I have not subscribed to Boomerang. I watched this on Daily Motion.
1: Which okay,
0: good.
2: Had Many advertisements that, for some reason, were not ad blocked, and could not. What were
0: you we getting? What were you we getting ads
2: for? I would Buddy, love to know. buddy I got a five-minute advertisement Oof. Oof. for a real estate agent named okay. Joe, a, a, Great. a, a lovely a, a lovely young woman who was just a real estate just a real estate agent. From from a suburb of Houston, Texas. <laughs> and she wanted to tell me all about the real estate market and how it's really crazy these days, but she's been doing this she's a long so, time. So and true. Jo. She was holding up she was holding up all of her little maps and brochures. Mm-hmm. And if I wanted to sell my home in the suburbs of Houston, Texas, I should reach out. If I wanted to buy a home wow. in perhaps Woodland. Or okay. uh, maybe another suburb of Houston, Texas, uh, and I was. This was a shot in her living room. Uh, wow. f- five minutes. <laughs> Had to watch the whole thing. Um, a lot of uh, uh, like cash for gold kind of stuff.
1: Great, great stuff. Uh,
2: just some real shady uh things, and uh, so. Uh, so that wasn't really adding to the confusion of the timeline as I just kept having to, <laughs> to sit through these, uh, real bizarre.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: daily motion is yes. a great website. Um, they, they are really there for the people. I think.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, a lot of pop names could be Do is on YouTube and I thank our YouTube warriors for putting them up in four minute, uh, increments in a playlist. Um, yeah. And I appreciate you. Keep doing that. Um but this one sadly was not. I had I wasn't able to find it. Um but uh yeah. So anyways. The yeah, so Scoop is goes in, goes, doesn't
0: want to go into the restaurant. Um Daphne offers him a Scooby snack, he goes in the restaurant. Yep. Now inside maybe for the first time, maybe for the second time, we don't know. Velma says Jinkies. Mm -hmm. which is a big thing which promises jakeism and she found a clue so she finds stage makeup that is labeled vampire fake blood okay now for me that makes me think count shockula right why
2: would you think that why would you think that
0: even because he's a fake vampire he probably Mm. uses stage makeup labeled vampire fake blood if i were to guess now, here's the thing. Mm. You and me, we're we're some pretty smart people, right? I like to think so. So we find this clue that clearly is relating to one guy. And we are smart enough to think, well, if it is so clearly pointing to him, then it can't be him. It has to be a red herring, if you were. Right? Oh! Uh-huh. Which means it must actually relate to the guy who is actually behind the mask. The real perpetrator of the burger monster crimes must be using this vampire fake blood for some reason that we can't yet figure out.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Like, he's, like either he's framing...
0: Uh-huh.
2: Count Chocula, or...
0: Maybe he's using it as ketchup for the burger costume. You know, something like that. Right, exactly.
2: Yes, he's he's using it as part of his scheme. But what
0: this episode actually does is outsmart both of us by simply never bringing it up again.
2: Maybe Count Chocula just dropped it when he was in the restaurant.
0: Maybe... I don't know. We get no follow through on this at all. None, will, nothing at say, all.
2: You know, something about some Scooby-Doo episodes is it can be really easy to figure mm-hmm. out who done it because it's yeah. a children's car- It's a 20 minute children's cartoon. And you should say, oh, enough. well, you know, the first reasonable suspect who has a motive is usually like the person who it is. And I will say, this one kept me guessing, and maybe it was because it was poorly structured and the writers kind of forgot to pick up all their threads, and maybe that's not the best reason for it to keep you guessing, but I didn't really know who done it until the end, so <laughs> kudos, I guess.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, I
0: mean, we do get to meet a couple of, of suspects here. We get to meet Red Herring, returning yep. character, to a pop named Scooby-Doo. He, he loves a greasy Bucket-O restaurant. Uh, he loves the place. He comes here all the time. He's getting a big old bucket full of food. Um, he, uh, there's like a weird bit where he falls into a trash can. Um, Classic. That's that. That's an episode wrap on Red Herring. Uh, <laughs> um, and then we meet Skippy Johnson, another potential suspect. This is an old guy. That's his bit. Yeah. He's, he's been working at the O'Greezy restaurant for 38 years. Yeah, and
2: he's really good at his job. He's the number, mm-hmm. he's got Employee of the Month every month forever, and he's great. He's won well. all
0: the awards. All the O'Greezy yeah. awards that you can win, he has won. Um, so we meet him, and then Velma decides, you know, because we kind of hit a dead end in this whole mystery. So Velma decides she's going to spice things up by ordering a bucket o' clues.
2: Now, this was this was funny. I laughed at the bucket of clues.
0: It's a funny bit. There's a lot of good stuff in that bucket of clues. But, we're gonna have to wait to find out what's in that bucket of clues after our break, because it's time for a game, Maggie. The time has come to play Scooby or not Scooby. This is a game... We play every episode in which I find a series of titles, some of which will be Scooby Doo episodes and some of which will be episodes of something else. Now, obviously, I had no choice but to do. Is it an episode of Scooby Doo or an episode of the very popular FX cartoon Bob's Burgers? Maggie? Of course. Have you seen Bob's Burgers?
2: I have. I watched a bunch of Bob's Burgers back in the day. It's been a while, but it's a great show. Mm -hmm. It's a funny
0: funny. show. I watched the first few seasons. It's good stuff. I have no reason to believe that the rest of it isn't good. Um, I should go back and watch some. There's a film coming out later this year. There sure is. A motion picture um, in theaters. So, think about that. (laughs) Um, Here we go. Scooby-Doo or Bob's Burgers. Mackie. The Ghost... Of the bad humor man.
2: Bob's Burgers.
0: This is an episode of Scooby-Doo. This is an episode of the new Scooby uh, Scooby-Doo show. Sorry, just the Scooby-Doo show. Um, uh, one rainy night, Shaggy drives the Mystery Machine and wrecks it. He bumped the Mystery Machine at the Happy Humor Ice Cream Factory. A trip inside to use the phone to get a tow truck turns into a mystery, complete with three Technicolor Phantoms. Chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla. Ice cream ghosts.
2: Wow, that sounds good.
0: Um, The B-Team. B-E-E. The B-Team.
2: The B-Team. Hmm. Well, the last time I was like, oh, well, this... This is food. Um, Bob's Burgers, but clearly tricking me. Uh, the Bee Team, Bob's Burgers.
0: Uh, this is an episode of the New Scooby and Scrappy Doo Show, in which Mr. Doo and the Bee Team are hired by Nathan Stinger, owner of Bee in Your Bonnet Honey Farm. It seems giant renegade bees have been invading his farm and stealing his hides and honey, but what is wrong with the strange tasting honey, and why do they want it?
2: What? What? Ooh. Okay. All right. So maybe these are all food related.
0: The haunting.
2: The haunting. Well, if I just keep guessing Bob's Burgers, eventually there has to be a Bob's Burgers one.
0: You might think so.
2: The haunting. Um, Bob's Burgers.
0: This is an episode of Bob's Burgers, when Louise admits she has never felt scared before. The family goes to a haunted house in an effort to change, but mayhem ensues after their visit.
1: Mm.
0: Sounds good. Yeah. Scary Christmas. Scare- Christmas.
2: Scary Christmas?
0: Scary uh, Christmas. Scooby-Doo. This is an episode of Be Cool, Scooby-Doo. Daphne just wants to be able to celebrate her birthday, which is right on Christmas Eve, while Fred is determined to solve a Christmas mystery and keeps returning at the local orphanage. Unfortunately, all he can get is one with a pterodactyl, which has got nothing to do with Christmas. (laughs) The last gingerbread house on the left. Uh,
2: This sounds like Bob's Burgers.
0: This is a Bob's Burgers episode. Um, Bob gets involved in the gingerbread house competition with Mr. Fishotter and his friends while Linda, Teddy, and the kids spread Christmas cheer through caroling. Every which way but goose.
2: Huh. I don't know that Scooby-Doo would have an every which way but loose pun title. Uh, how go Bob's Burgers.
0: This is a Bob's Burgers episode. Tina, discouraged by not being asked to prom by Jimmy Jr., forms an unhealthy attachment to a goose from the nearby park. Meanwhile, Linda joins a dating app to help Gretchen find a match. Area 51 adjacent. Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo is be cool, Scooby-Doo. Daphne's dream of meeting alien life might not be what she expected when she gets caught in a vicious game of cat and mouse with one at Area 53, two levels higher than Area 51. Whoa. Vampire Disco Death Dance. That's the last one. Vampire Disco Death Dance.
2: Uh, what can we do?
0: In an episode of Bob's Burgers, Tina invites her friends to see an old campy vampire sing-along movie with her and Bob, while Linda opens a restaurant for raccoons in the alley.
2: Sounds that good. sounds good.
0: <laughs> and that is Scooby or not Scooby, back to Night of the Living Burger, in which we find out what's inside this bag, bucket, Oh, clues. We found a footprint, we found a fingerprint. A pizza, which Scooby-Doo gleefully eats, and a bag from Barney's bag of burgers. Barney's bag of burgers, and then the Burger Monster shows up again. So what he does? We have a great moment where Fred and Daphne take the reins in terms of the disguise bit of the episode they dress up as maitre d's they have little phony french accents and they trick the burger into sitting down at a table where Fr- where shaggy is the waiter who takes his order and then scooby doo shows up who's now the chef all of them talking in french accents the whole time and then scooby doo's grinding up a salad into like a like a w- wood chipper kind of thing and blows the whole thing onto the burger monster
2: um, which is pretty funny because I was just watching another episode of Puppy and Scooby-Doo last week because I was yeah. just getting, I was just, you know, get back in the swing of things. Such a good show. Of course. And they did the same bit in the chase scene when they were, uh, distracting the monster where they sat him down to eat a meal and dressed up as, wait- <laughs> dressed up as waiters and fed him a meal. Um, which was also funny So you're saying
0: it's not an original idea
2: uh, Look I'm saying They know what works And <laughs> <Fair> Maybe there <laughs> are That that monster in that episode Was a uh, ghost chef Yeah So Another he, food thing So first. it was also food related It did make sense um, I don't hold it against them and you know what? Maybe in-universe, you know, they were like, look, worked last time. Let's do it again.
0: So outside the restaurant, um, Scooby and Shaggy get kind of like caught up in this fountain. And Scooby-Doo's got a bucket on his head. And Velma thinks that, that is interesting.
2: I don't know why she... I
0: don't know why. Except- We've seen lots of buckets so far. And this is a very normal looking bucket.
2: So many buckets.
0: A lot of buckets. Um so then they go to follow this clue they got from the from the bucket of clues. They go to see Arnie Barney. Uh the man with a burger cart no longer a burger store. And we get to learn this is this is some, so funny. So funny. I was dying of laughter, Maggie. You see, Barney, Arnie Barney, is a bag man. His store (laughs) had bags. You get a bag of burgers. You get a bag of fries. A bag of soup. Maybe a bag (laughs) of slimy things. And then... This guy, oh Greasy, opens up a different restaurant and which he has buckets. Mm. So you get a bucket of cheese, a bucket of cats, a bucket of squids. And that put Barney out of business.
2: Yeah, look, it's hysterical. <laughs> it's hysterical and it's because it's a it's a real examination of capitalism and a parody mm-hmm. of our real life struggles but it's also so incisive and funny um mm-hmm. uh, and it speaks truth to power when you think about
0: it yeah yeah 100 <laughs> um he's a bad guy
2: but look um, he's he's got his his cart doesn't seem like his cart is is really that profitable you know, there's just... another
0: thing um where i was kind of watching the, the episode and i was like um i'm sorry what's going on <laughs> uh who's this guy
2: yeah The
0: bad guy yeah he's
2: the uh, bag of burgers guy
0: yeah why are we here? oh we got it from the bucket of clues okay
2: yeah uh, that he's... must be there must
0: be a reason why we're talking to the bad guy.
2: Um, he's a suspect then... now because O'Greezy put him out of business.
0: Yeah, yeah. Then O'Greezy shows it... up.
2: I thought it was him. I th- he was. I th- see. Yeah. I mean. It's well, both. it
0: makes sense. It's a good. Yeah. It's a good motive. Right. Mr. Greasy even shows up and starts bullying the bag man from his car. Exactly. Because window rolled down, he's yelling at the bad guy. He's like. uh yeah, uh, has a, g- a good good joke here. He gets a good line on him where he goes, "Maybe you need a bucket of customers."
2: You liked that, that one. That
0: makes that makes Barney the bad guy really upset. Uh, and then, then Bucket Man agrees. He says, "Why don't you just bag it?" And then he drives away. And Scooby just starts laughing. And he goes, "Ha ha 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 ha!" ha. And then he says. I don't get it. And I'm like, Scoob, maybe you're onto something with this one.
2: A real audience surrogate, Scooby Doo. Uh
0: huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was that was the scene in this episode that happens. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then Scooby Doo just walks away. <laughs> walks out of the walks out of the scene. He's like, I'm done with this. I don't want to be near Shaggy anymore. I'm gonna go someplace else. So he starts walking, and then Fred's like, hang on, Scooby-Doo, you found a clue. And what did he find? Maggie, what did he find?
2: Yeah, this was where I was confused, because I was like, how did anybody know he found a clue? He just walked into, like, a bush.
0: What did he find, Maggie?
2: A bucket. He found a bucket.
0: He found a bucket. He found a lot of buckets.
2: Yeah. (laughs) What else is there,
1: (laughs)
0: Um, now you and I are some smart people. Mm. We we catch on pretty quick, I think. Um, so you would think that this trail of buckets has a purpose,
2: right? At this point now, I'm thinking, look, look. At this point now, I'm thinking, wait, is it greasy? Is he framing himself? Is that why there are mm-hmm. so many buckets around?
0: There's some sort of an elaborate setup. Maybe they're on some sort of like a
2: hidden An insurance show. scheme. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. There's got to be some reason for this trail of buckets right here.
2: Uh-huh.
0: So, so they follow the buckets and it leads yeah. to Count Shockula's house.
2: Why, Ethan?
0: Why I would couldn't there be tell a trail
2: of buckets leading to Count Shockula's home residence. I
0: have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, there's one joke I thought was funny. But they ring the doorbell and it's like a funeral march.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Shaggy and Scooby are like, eh, "I'm not. Don't no think you. I'm not best with this stuff." It, nope. Yeah. And then, but Fred's like, "Hey, this is where, this is where it all starts falling into place. This is where I'm like, okay, I see what's going on." Here. I I see what's happening with this great ironclad plot you got here where Fred goes, I'm not afraid to open a door. Then he opens the door and the burger monster's on the inside.
2: Right. So now I'm thinking the burger monster is Count Shockula because he lives there. But why would he have Mm -hmm. led them there? Mm -hmm. All the clues. How did he
0: know where they were going to be?
2: All the clues are leading to him because we already discussed the the vampire blood clue. Mm-hmm. He does have Choo-choo. motive. Don't you
0: forget that? That's gonna come back. It's gotta come
2: back. <laughs> he does have motive because he doesn't want Breezy's not paying him uh, the sponsorship fee that he deserves as being this great. You know, he's got a he's got a bum deal. Yeah, but it doesn't. None of it really makes sense. Well.
0: No, it doesn't. Because then we but get a chase scene.
2: We get a great chase scene, which Puppet and Scooby-Doo always delivers.
0: They go to uh, a bus, get on bus. Mm-hmm. Then they get off the bus because the bergamots are driving the bus. Great. Then they go to the zoo, and they get into all kinds of antics at the zoo. There's some seals. Yeah, they kind of boop, 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 like, like they're balls. Funny. Some monkeys, they got a flip, 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 you know, and they, like monkeys do. Um, what else is there? There's like well, a we've dolphin. Got
2: the, we've got an original song. As, of course, there's
0: a song called Haunted we Hamburger, which is pretty haunted good. Haunted
2: Hamburger, yeah. About how i got to eat a haunted hamburger. We've got to, look, you know, depending on how I digest tonight, I might have already eaten a haunted mm-hmm. hamburger. Uh, yeah. You know, the gang has dance breaks in the chase scene. Yeah. You know, Shag and the, Scooby,
0: uh, you know, put aside their differences for a moment to dance together, which is a lovely, tender moment.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, no, we get a great, we get a great chase scene through the zoo. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. There's a bit where, where Scooby takes the place of a dolphin to eat uh, fish. Great. Kind of funny? Uh, yeah. I'll think uh, it's the best part of the episode, let's say. Can we yeah. agree?
2: I would say. Haunted I mean,
0: hamburger, best part. Then we're going to catch the monster. Right.
2: Velma. Uh, enough is enough. Let's
0: Velma Let's finds a, 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 pin, a like pin, like P I N, like a pin uh, that has a burger on it. Number one. Burger number one. She finds that on the ground. No, not a burger. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not a burger. It's a bucket. It's a
1: bucket. It's a bucket. <laughs> it's a bucket.
0: it's a bucket pin. Bucket number one. Okay? Bucket number one. Um. So they decide that they're gonna film a fake commercial to get the monster here. Uh, except that idea is immediately thrown away. We don't do anything with that. I thought it might be a fun bit. Nothing happens. They just sort of clap the clapboard, and then the monster shows up. It's like, hey, hey, I'm the Burger Monster. What do What do you think you're doing here? I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you, kids. Of the Burger Monster. Hey, you want mayonnaise with that? Um, so then they kind of run away. Shaggy and Scooby get into an argument again. And then the Burger Monster kidnaps Shaggy and uh, takes him away after knocking a big old bucket of ketchup on the other kids.
2: Um, Right, they were trying to knock the ketchup onto the Burger Monster because that was going to trap the Burger Monster. mm -hmm, But then, because they were arguing, the timing got off and they accidentally knocked the ketchup onto the other kids.
0: Don't they know the ketchup goes with burgers?
2: Right, it would only make him stronger. Yeah, yeah.
0: These kids, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So then we get what is truly where I was squinting at the screen to understand what was happening. Here's what I did figure out after rewinding to watch it.
2: Ethan's getting on his red string trying to connect yeah, I got, all the dots. I've
0: got my, my my notebook here. You're full of of notes here. Scooby-doo It's gonna stop the monster. Mm. So he goes he gets a bucket of onions. Now these onions look about like a thousand things that are not onions. You know, like you could have given me a long list of what was in this bucket, and I would not have picked onions ever. Ever. Okay? But the script says that it's a bucket of onions. So he gets a bucket of onions. Then he gets a bucket of glue.
2: Bucket of glue.
0: Bucket of glue. Bucket of onions, bucket of glue. puts a bucket of onions inside the bucket of glue, glues the bottom of the bucket, takes the other bucket off. Now we've got a bucket of onions with glue on the bottom. Okay, runs up to the burger monster. Burger monster, hey, what are you doing, you dog? I'm gonna kill you. He puts the puts the bucket of onions with um. The way I just said onions reminds me of um holes. Remember holes? Sure. With the uh, with uh, Dulé Hill playing the onion guy.
2: I don't remember there being an onion
0: guy. In the flashback, the flashback scenes, you got Dulé Hill, you got Patricia Arquette. Oh, she's playing yeah. Kissing Kate Barlow. She's a, she's a school teacher. She's all uh-huh. crying. Dulé yeah. Hill. He's got a donkey. He's got onions. He shows up. He's like,
2: he's I love onions. the onions.
0: He's an onion guy. He's got, I love the onions. shows up. I didn't, up. Um, I didn't like and then the
2: flashback parts. Of
0: you're crazy. Kissing Kate Barlow is inside the the... the, the, the 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 school the old man who's been courting her she doesn't like him she starts crying he's the bucket of onions guy he's all like hey I can fix everything I can fix that I can fix your door I can fix your roof I can fix your window I can fix anything she's inside the guy who wants to marry her is out on the lake with his, all of his buddies he doesn't yeah. like onions guy because he's a black guy and that's the subtext of the of the of the story that sure. doesn't come in contact it's not explicitly said because you know, when you're a kid, you may not get that, but eventually you grow up a little, a little bit later. You're like, oh, I get it. He doesn't like it because it's a racial thing. Yeah. And then uh, cousin Kate Barlow's inside the schoolhouse. She's all crying. She's sad because the guy who wants to marry her, she doesn't like him. And he's a racist. He's a piece of shit. So then uh, Onion guy comes in and he's like, he sees her crying. He's like, I can fix that. And they start
2: kissing. He sells onions?
0: Yeah, he's the Onion. He's got an Onion card. He's the Onion guy. So you a okay. bucket of onions?
2: Bucket, okay, if you say so. I you take your word for it.
0: You know holes? The movie o- holes. holes?
2: I have, th- I've seen holes. I, I don't remember that part.
0: I'm tired of this, Grandpa.
2: <laughs> well, that's too damn bad.
0: Remember holes?
2: I remember. Go, holes. go dig a hole. They said that in holes.
0: Yeah, they say that at some point.
2: Yeah. It's, it's hot in the desert. <laughs> go dig some holes, kids. Right, that's what they said.
0: Yeah, you got it. You got it. Okay, so he gets okay. so Skippy gets his bucket of onions.
2: Yeah.
0: Bucket of glue, glue on the bottom of the bucket with the onions in
1: it.
0: Yeah. Uh, so then, okay, so you're following. He's got a bucket of onions on the bottom of the bucket of onions. It's glue.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: This is a real. This it's a real jackass situation. Mm-hmm. I would say
0: expand on that
2: you know the jackass guys he's like hi I'm Johnny Knoxville and Uh this is called Bucket of Onions Mm -hmm. and he you know go up to his to his friend who trusts him and loves him and and Mm -hmm. say uh, you know here will you hold this for a second and Mm -hmm. hands him a bucket of onions with glue on the bottom and he says oh yeah sure of course and then and then he's now he's holding a bucket of onions but it's glued to him maybe there's also like some pubic hairs in there
0: yeah and, you, and but they're both like naked
2: yeah and there's like there's like a, there's like a, a bunch uh, of bees uh-huh. coming at them you know yeah. and and then they say i'm i'm johnny knoxville and this has been bucket of onions
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's like that it's like that so picture that in your head so you just give you this guy's bucket of onions with glue it's a bucket of onions. it has glue on the bottom of the bucket of onions. Goes up to the Burger Monster. The Burger Monster's like, Hey, what do you got there, Scooby-Doo? And Scooby's like, I've got, I've got a bucket of onions. Gives him a bucket of onions. Just like in Jackass, just like in Holes. Burger Monster picks up the bucket of onions. He's like, Hey, I can't let go of the bucket of onions. And then... Now, this is the crucial part. The crucial part. The burger monster begins to cry. Weeping. Tears. Big,
2: big fat tears.
0: He's -hmm. crying. He's got this, he's holding these. He's holding the bucket of onions in his T-Rex centaur centipede burger hands. He got it all right there. He's so distraught. He's so scared, and, and he's crying. He's he doesn't know where he is anymore. Ethan. The onions. <laughs> wait,
2: are... wait, Ethan. He's not crying because he's scared or distraught. He's crying because onions make you cry.
0: I know, but he can't get out of the situation because they're glued to
2: his hands. It's glued, it's glued to his hands.
0: It's so scary for him. He's in. Dis- he's in distress. Yeah, because,
2: because he can't like get rid of the onions to extract himself from the onion making. It's a vicious him cry. cycle. Every
0: time he he gets scared, he starts hyperventilating, and he's breathing in more onion juice, onion fumes, sure. and then it makes him cry more. Oh, I'm so I can't stop crying. I'm so scared.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. So then.
0: Then he, he's he, he's sobbing. He's sobbing. Oh, the onions. And then he backs it up and he falls into a mud puddle. Yeah.
2: That's how they got him. They got him. That's how they, they got him. The fell in phone, a mud too. puddle. They got him.
0: So they found him. Um, Daphne makes Shaggy apologize to Scooby Doo for their petty beef beef <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: thank you yeah, thank you very that's much good. that's good um um
0: then uh, and this is fun
2: velma velma asks us ask the viewers do you uh, know what's going on do you, yeah like if we know who it is and before she goes over the clues which was very exciting for us Yeah, as
0: a reward for stopping the burger monster, Mr. Greasy gives Freddy a bucket of goofy ideas. Funny. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, he's going through there. He's like, whoa, 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 Blizzard people. And then, uh, yeah, so Velma's like, hey, you know what's going on? You figured it out. And I'm sitting here at home. I'm like, have I figured this out?
2: (laughs) I, look, I thought it was uh, Barney Blarney. The mm-hmm. bag the bag man.
0: Yeah, could be.
2: Uh, or Camp Chocula. Freddy, Freddy, thought, a... Freddy thought it was Red Herring,
0: yeah, which um...
2: Velma told him that was the 647th time this month that he was wrong about something. New record. <laughs> New record, very impressive. Uh, and I think that um, we should keep track of our friends and how many times that they're wrong. I think that's healthy and important <laughs> for accountability. Yeah,
0: I I agree. Um, See, so yeah, Daphne thinks it's Count kind of Shakula. Shaggy thinks it is Barney. Arnie Barney. The Bagman. Um, but Velma's like, you're all wrong. It's Skippy Johnson.
2: Now, if you don't remember who Skippy Johnson is, I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. Uh He's the uh, old man fry cook uh, who had worked at O'Greezy's for 38 years.
0: Yeah. Didn't um, really have a you,
2: motive that he that, that we knew of.
0: You're you could have figured that out. The bucket. Remember the bucket that, that Scooby finds in the, in,
2: in the fountain? Remember that bucket?
0: There are a thousand buckets in this episode but you remember that bucket? Well, that bucket is part of the bucket restaurant uniform obviously. Clearly, in the bucket pin, Well, the guy had all those awards.
2: Yeah, number one bucket. Number one bucket makes
0: sense. Uh, all the other stuff, forget about. It.
2: Doesn't But matter. we didn't. We didn't know his motive. Usually, every suspect gets a pretty drawn out yeah. motive, uh, and they didn't tell us his motive. We would have had to like read into his motive.
0: Yeah, he pointedly is like, I like. Uh, I like. Mr. Agrees.
2: love working here. It's the best place Getting ever. Um, all these the awards.
0: Um, and, but in, in yeah. fact, we learned that he's been harboring resentment because he's been working here for 38 re- years and he has never gotten a raise. Not once in all
2: uh, time. Truly egregious. Uh, Pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in, you know, 1960s. I assume things.
0: that back then minimum wage did go up. That's true. Place. Yeah. Over a 38 year span you know, um, it may have been 38 years now since it was raised, but back then I assume it went up. <laughs> I assume that, you know, when this, like, this is what 1989. So like, I assume that in the, in the fifties,
2: yeah,
0: it was, they were probably getting a few quarters or whatever. Right.
2: Know? Yeah. Minimum wage in the fifties was like two twenty-five or something. Yeah. Yeah. And not great.
0: Um, which is not a livable wage. I will, I will say. Yeah. Um, but yes, that's why you did it. Dang. Uh, we, we we almost got them, I guess. Um, and the kids are, are excited about getting their bucket of cash, when in fact it's only got 50 cents in it. But they also get, don't worry, they also get a bucket of steamed tomatoes.
2: Uh can't put a price on a bucket of steamed tomatoes. It's I could. Truly priceless. I could,
0: I could do it right now. Mm-hmm. Um. Five dollars.
2: You would pay five dollars for a bucket of steamed tomatoes. Look, I know inflation. I know inflation's really <laughs> skyrocketing, but. <laughs> look, look,
0: I got money in the bank. Okay. My high
2: roller. All right. Yeah, those I are some. The, I got the tomatoes
0: double. Uh I got the double from Culver's today. Okay, so yeah, I I dropped another seventy cents for another another patty on that burger. Okay, so I could afford a five dollar bucket of steamed tomatoes. God bless you. I mean, uh, if I go to the if I go to a plate, what am I going to throw at the stage? That's this, very is,
2: this is a good point. Actually, maybe O'Greezy's will, will really uh, uh, sell You get a, bunch a bucket of those.
0: tomatoes. You get a bucket of cabbage. You get a bucket of uh, banana peels.
2: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
0: You launch those puppies at Cedar and O de Bergerac up there on that stage.
2: Yeah, the community theater it. in Coolsville is really going to suffer. Mm
0: hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah.
2: How the...
0: dare they think that they could put on God Spell?
2: Now, did we ever resolve is Ogreese's now still the sponsor for the Count Shocula show? I
0: think so, because we didn't cut to them watching Count Shocula's show. Yeah. They're all friends again. Yep. Um, in fact, Shaggy and Scooby don't even remember why they were fighting.
2: Yeah. Ain't that just the way.
0: A really um, satisfying conclusion to Night of the Living Burger.
2: Would you rather they have had a? Uh, like
0: I wanted three wanted full <laughs> minutes of them hashing it out, explaining <laughs> what got them to this point and yeah. how they're going to improve as human beings sure. and dogs.
2: Right. So I, I statements. Wanted. I feel that you haven't. I feel, been. I feel. I feel. I
0: feel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Respect. Communication. It's key. It's important. Personal space. And I it's feel how what that relationships you've been are built on. My Scooby snacks. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Well, we didn't get that.
0: We didn't get that, but that's fine. Let's die the living burger, Maggie. Um, we're gonna get the chance to rank that on our heavy metal tier list. But uh, first, there's something we gotta do. Something we gotta do first. It's a recurring segment on this show called Jinkies, or Stinky and the way this game works Maggie, you are of course well versed in this part, but it could be we could have some burger fans checking in for the first time, the heavy metal so, the way this game works is that each week I collect a series of six stories or facts, somehow related to the episode, and then some of those stories I will have made up which are stinkies, and some of them will be real, which are chinkies and it's up to the guest to figure out which is which. Um, now I don't have stories about buckets. I should have, considering how prevalent how prevalent they are in this episode. Um, but in fact, I instead chose burgers, thinking that that would be more of a thing <laughs> in *Night <laughs> of the Living Burger. Um, so so I, yeah, I got I got six jinkies or stinkies about burgers for you. All right. All right. Here we go. Any nutritionist worth his or her salt would be the first to tell you the cheeseburgers are not a healthy food. But the absolute worst one that you can get is the Quadruple Bypass Burger from the Heart Attack Grill in Las Vegas. Dubbed by the Guinness World Records as the world's most caloric burger, the 9,982-calorie burger. Comes with... uh, four half-pound patties, three tablespoons of lard, 20 slices of bacon, eight slices of American cheese, 20 lard-fried caramelized onions, and a mountain of condiments. The waitresses wear scantily clad nurse uniforms and will spank you with a paddle if you don't finish your food. If you weigh more than 350 pounds, you eat for free, although some people question their policies. As a daily customer died of cardiac arrest in front of the restaurant in 2011, in front of the heart attack grill. Another 575-pound customer, uh, 575 pound customer died of pneumonia, but that may have been unrelated to the burger.
2: Did you say, oh God, 20 slices of bacon?
0: Yeah, 20 slices of bacon.
2: Uh, oh my God. Uh, Jinxes look, what, or stinkies What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas Ooh, uh, This has got to be stinkies
0: This is a true story Actually um, Jesus
2: Christ
0: uh, At least it was pre-pandemic They may have closed down But um, this was at least A real restaurant that operated And definitely Killed one person and may have killed two people
1: Well,
2: uh, COVID was not going to Stop them then <laughs>
0: All right. Here we go. Uh, McDonald's. Heard of them? Uh, Sells more hamburgers in a day worldwide than most restaurants could in a lifetime. An integral part of the McDonald's key to success is the Happy Meal toy, a cheap piece of plastic designed to indoctrinate children into associating childhood joy with the burger chain. Some of the craziest toys in the history of the restaurant include an inflatable blow-up doll of Ariel to tie in with the Little Mermaid, Rugrats-branded diapers, and a set of dirty, hairy action figures. Easily the most misguided move, however, was the set of Barbie-branded cleaning products sold in the early 90s. While the corresponding boys' toys were some really cool Ninja Turtle action figures, the girls were expected to collect different pieces of a complete cleaning kit, including a six inch feather duster, a spray bottle, a dish rag, and a miniature broom and dustpan. Is this a jinkier or stinky?
2: Oh gosh. Um, I will say, I don't think they do boys and girls toys anymore. Um, I, <laughs> I, uh, I have a very distinct memory of uh, going through the drive-thru when I was a kid and they like, you know, asked my mom, like, you know, boys, boys or girls, and my mom said, like, one boy and one girl so with my brother, and he got this, like, super cool Hot Wheel, and I mm-hmm. got a Barbie, and I was so disappointed, my mom, like, went back through the drive-thru again, <laughs> bless her heart, and got me the Hot Wheel, um, and probably, you know, uh, lectured the poor, like, 16-year-old minimum wage work McDonald's worker, um, you know, feminist politics. Um, God, I'm I'm gonna call. Oh, I'm gonna call stinkies on this.
0: This is, is a, a stinky, Yeah. Okay. It. All right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right, but with a, with a seed of truth.
0: With a seed of truth. Yeah. Um, As all uh, best and all best seed. stinkies do. A sesame seed of truth.
1: Uh,
0: okay. Wow. When it comes to burgers, there's only one king. Burger King. Make of that what you will, but the company is extremely prolific overseas. They frequently adapt their menu to meet demands of various international markets. They obviously offer vegetarian options in areas that don't typically eat beef, but some more unique foreign menu items include the Italian Bolognese Burger, the Pumpkin Whopper in Japan, and Israel's Fried Donut Burger. But perhaps the weirdest international offering isn't a food item at all, but is in fact the Burger King Sauna in Helsinki, a fully functional sauna inside an operating Burger King restaurant. You can order from inside the steam room, and employees will bring your burgers to you, but they suggest you eat them quickly, lest they get soggy.
2: Oh, God, that As is... As i Um... Uh, jinkies.
0: I'm sorry. Which one did you say? Jinky. This is a jinky. It's a real thing. Oof. It's a real thing. Seems gross. <laughs>
2: <I'll be honest. laughs> Look, I don't, I don't want to cast aspersions on our international neighbors, but I um, don't want to eat. I, I I would prefer not to eat in a sauna myself.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're halfway through. You're doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Um, Donald Trump's fast food feast is the stuff of legend at this point, but he is not the first American president to use cheeseburgers in his diplomacy. When Ronald Reagan traveled to the USSR in 1988, he brought with him David Franks, the executive chef of the Wendy's Corporation, who outbid McDonald's and Burger King for the seat on Air Force One. On the evening of their first meeting, the Kremlin served an immaculate feast on ornate China, offering the finest in Russian cuisine. The next day, Reagan treated Gorbachev to a double cheeseburger with fries, hand-cooked by Franks himself. According to the book Flame Grilled Diplomacy, colon, when Reagan fed Gorbachev after eating his cheeseburger, Gorbachev smiled for the first and only time over the course of their four-day summit. Is that a chinky or a stinky?
2: So, is this implying that the Soviet Union didn't have hamburgers?
0: Uh, it's certainly that, not American and that, hamburgers.
2: And that the CEO of Wendy's is the one.
0: The executive who, chef?
2: Oh, I'm sorry. The, okay, it was the executive chef. Uh, ooh, uh, well, Reagan. Is insane. Was Reagan yeah, okay? Uh, Jinkies
0: is a stinky. I made it up.
2: Okay, I feel yeah. better about that. I would have been, uh, yeah. Do <laughs> you made up the book I'm title sure... too?
0: Yeah, I did. I'm sure <laughs> they had Wendy's there. I mean, come on.
2: Yeah, I mean, not, yeah, they didn't have Wendy's there until later, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Gorbachev
0: could have had a hamburger if he wanted one. Yeah, they had
2: hamburger. They had hamburger. I'm,
0: sh- I'm sure. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. All right. Two left. You're 50-50 so far.
2: Okay.
0: There are no shortage of conspiracy theories surrounding the assassination of John Lennon, but among the most bizarre comes from local New Yorker Harold Nevinsky. Nevinsky has owned and operated the 42nd Street Burger Joint for nearly 50 years, and in December 2000, on the 20th anniversary of Lennon's death, claimed he had photographic evidence of the man eating a burger at his restaurant the day he died, thus breaking his staunch vegetarian lifestyle. He published a press release that came with a clearly doctored photo of Lennon sitting at a table in the restaurant holding a big, soggy burger. Reception was immediately negative, calling the assertion, quote, phony and, quote, one of the dumbest things anyone's ever publicly said, end quote. But Novinsky held strong, hanging the picture in the restaurant for a full year before finally taking it down after 9-11, saying it was important for the city of New York to come together and not breed division.
2: Uh, Incredibly funny. People have to stop saying soggy burger. I really don't enjoy that phrase. Mm -hmm. Jinkies?
0: It's a stinky, I made this one
2: up. (laughs) It was the coming together on 9-11 that did it for me. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's, it's just it's a thing that could happen
2: <laughs> look we did a lot of things to come together after that huh? <laughs> 11
0: okay last one there have been no shortage of iconic fake burgers in popular culture from good burger to crusty steamed hams an iconic fictional hamburger can easily supplant itself in the zeitgeist sometimes however this can be detrimental as is the case with the oft forgotten 1986 comedy burger town Burger Town, starring Robert Carradine, was about the proprietor of an unsuccessful burger joint who makes it big with the addition of the Roarin' Good Cheeseburger, whose secret ingredient was lion meat. The film was not a success at the box office, but it did make an impact on Dave Gleason, an Arizona native who was inspired by the film to add a lion burger to his own menu. It is unclear where he purchased the meat, but first-hand accounts say it did appear to be the genuine article. He released print and radio ads saying, Finally, the Roaring Good Cheeseburger come to life. This backfired for him, however, when after a week he was out of line meat and was sent a cease and desist letter from Paramount Pictures. And shortly after that, his store was permanently closed by the Arizona Health Department. Is this a jinky or stinky? Uh,
2: I feel like I, well... I don't like trying to game you too much because that's not fair. And also you do tricky things. I'm going to go stinky.
0: Is this is stinky. Yeah. Is this yeah. stinky. <laughs> I did make this up.
2: <laughs> this is a good, this is a good round. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, can you hit me with that book title one more time?
0: Oh, uh, that would be, um, let's see, uh, Flame Grill Diplomacy, Colin when Reagan fed Gorbachev. Really
2: Someone good. write it. That's really It'd good. it be hey?
0: about something that didn't happen, but write it.
1: Yeah. Upper <laughs> um, All right. All right.
0: That was Jinkies or Stinkies. You got 50-50. That's not bad. Now, the time has come to rank this episode on the heavy metal tier list. I will start from the bottom and work our way to the top. As always, at the very bottom of the tier is the rut Road tier. That's the absolute worst of the worst, the bottom of the barrel. Moving up from there is the Scooby Dumb tiers for episodes we think are dumb. Got it? Then up from there is the Middle of the Road. That is the Just Another Mystery tiers for episodes we don't think are terrible, but they aren't really good either. Then we have the Groovy tiers for episodes that we like a lot, but just don't do enough to make it into the cream of the crop the absolute best of the best the golden Scoob tier what are we thinking for night of the living burger
2: well Ethan as you were going through the tier list when you said scooby Dumb, a big mm-hmm. Looney Tunes style light-up sign came down from a blimp
0: and yeah. said
2: this one with big yeah. blinking lights
0: yeah
2: and then a- yeah Another sign unfurled below it and said, No, really. It's yeah. Scooby Dumb.
0: Yeah, this one's pretty dumb, I think.
2: It's pretty dumb. Uh, we talked about how it doesn't make any sense. No. It loses the thread a lot. Yeah. Uh, it gets points for the burger monster being very funny yes. as a design. Yeah. Uh, the chase scene is good. There's like two good jokes. Sure. Uh, the gangs and their PJs. That's fun. Mm-hmm. It's not offensive.
0: Nope.
2: You know. There's it's nothing. just dumb. There's nothing, there's nothing, you know, I, you can be mad at. Besides. It's just a dumb besides, episode of Tony. Besides the fact that, uh, you know, it's, there's not a lot there, there. Um, I laughed a couple times. It's my friend. I think it's dumb. <laughs> I love a couple fives. Uh Yeah, it was. uh It was a little. It was oof. Look, it's called the Night of the Living Burger. It's called <laughs> the Night of the Living Burger.
0: Yeah, it's a great name. The burgers, al- though, right?
2: <laughs> the, the burger's alive. That's why it's called that.
0: Get it? So now the living burger goes into the scooby dumb tier. Uh, I think it's a great place for it, probably. Um, you know, you can't win them all. Can't, can't win them win all. Them all. Um, but, you know, what's not dumb? Heavy metal, right? We had a great time here today with my friend Maggie Grossman. Maggie, thank you so much for joining me today for this experience welcome back for your fourth time on this show
2: it is Crazy. always a pleasure thank you so much ethan
0: um do you have anything you want to plug
2: for the people this time um well uh i've been watching a little show on hbo max mm-hmm. you might not have heard of uh it's called er okay uh and speak on that you know, I think it needs a little bit more attention, uh, mm-hmm. and it's about uh, these really attractive doctors. One of them is George Clooney. He hasn't done a lot of TV. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So it's really that's a big get. It's a really big get. Uh, he doesn't do a lot of TV, so it's really it's really interesting to see him in that mode. Um, and yeah, and, and you know, there are a lot of doctor shows out there. But if you mm-hmm. want another to try another doctor show, check out ER. Um, yeah. It's been really great on HBO Max. Um, so that's my recommendation. Uh, and if you want to follow me and see what else I've been watching, um, you can follow me on Letterboxd at Maggie G.
0: Absolutely, do that, everybody. If you want to follow me, follow me on Twitter at the River Dean. You can follow the show at Heavy Metal Pod on Twitter. This is a weekly show um, in which we uh, discuss a different episode of Scooby-Doo each week. Now, next week is the start of Vampirel. What's Vampirel you ask me? As a themed month right here on Heavy Metal for the month of April. Each week is going to be a different vampire themed episode. Going to get a bunch of fun guests. You're going to love it. So come on back. Tell your friends. Tell your vampires that you know in real life. Get everybody to listen to Heavy Metal in April for Vampirel. You're going to love it. It's going to be a great time.
2: I oh, we should get Count Shockula on.
0: I could get Count Shockula. I didn't even realize that this one could count. A little Vampirel preview. Here you go. Um, with, with our buddy Count Shockula. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you once again to Maggie Grossman for joining me. I'm sure she will be back at some point in the future. And to all you meddling kids out there, remember to stay good. (laughs) I gotta have
1: some time to make my mind up. Gotta be sure I like what I can see.